When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. We all know how it goes. Say it. Happy motherfucking Friday, everybody. Wow, you put the G on that. I enunciated it. (laughs) You, like, leaned into that. Of course. I can't believe, so many people message me first thing in the morning. Scott, like, we start our show 5.30 in the morning. I get messages at 5.30 in the morning on Fridays. Happy Mm. motherfucking Friday. Yep. Uh, yep. It's awesome, guys. I love it. People still try to get you to mess it up on the air. Oh, still. yeah. Yep. And, and every time she goes to say happy Friday, I just fucking cringe. I just feel I a pit in my cringing. stomach. So I can hear it. It's like, it's like it. half a, half of one second. <laughs> but for that half of one second, my heart stops. I'm just saying happy. And he goes, shh. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say it. I know. That's good, though. I'm glad you got my back. Today is the final day of winter. Don't let it hit you in the ass on the way out the door. Mm-hmm. It's been a rough one, though, right? Yeah, I think more because most of it was in lockdown. Um, so we felt that or a good chunk Fuck of it was lockdown. anyway. Fuck lockdown. It was. Yeah, like a good chunk. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I totally agree with you. I'm not going to not going to deny. Fuck lockdown. But most of it was. So you had that combined with, yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's more snow this, this year than I remember there being in the last, at least in the last several years. Uh, cold. It felt extra miserable just because of the pandemic. So, yeah, I'm ready for a little bit of sunshine, a little double-digit temperatures. I'm good with that. On a Friday, our friend Dave Blizzard joins us in After 9. Good morning, Dave. How are you? I'm well. I'm ready for spring, too. I'm right with uh, yeah. you guys on that. Are you doing anything to welcome in spring? Are you doing, like, the spring clean or anything like that? Kind of started it already when we had that little sort of, I guess, a precursor to spring a couple of weeks ago. Started doing that, cleaning up the backyard a little bit, raking up some of the leaves. and <laughs> Get rid of all the winter's worth of dog shit and yes. things like that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you'd be surprised with a little with a couple of little dogs. It it's like tiny little landmines everywhere that I've got mm-hmm. to navigate. Do you through. ever think too when you cleaning up the shit in the backyard? Because we all have dogs. Do you ever like look up at your neighbors' windows and think, "Fuck, they had to look at this if they looked out the back." Like no the shit piles. There's a couple shit piles back there. I try to keep up with it as best I can because yes. I think yeah. I don't want to look out my window and see piles of dog shit in my neighbor's lawn. It's just not nice. It's gross. Yeah, yeah. I I do the same. I try to keep keep up with it throughout the entire winter season. Yeah. And, and I should say this because I know my wife would be freaking out listening to this. She also does most of it. So does um, she? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I <laughs> you son sure. of a Good bitch! Job. I clean it up. I'm not, yeah, I'm not taking credit for it. a fire it, crystal. But, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. This is remarkable to me because this is basically a rite of passage. But this morning when I came in, I was thumbing through my notes on on each different day. And there's a couple of things. For example, today is National Certified Nurses Day. If you're a nurse, thank you so much for everything that you've done and will continue to do. Today is National Chocolate Caramel Day. It's St. Joseph's Day. So I know a lot of people will be hitting the bakeries to get some Zeppeli. And today is an important anniversary. In cinematic history. Okay. Hmm. March 19th, 1981. It was exactly 40 years ago today. The great 
Porky's was first released. Wow, I can't believe it's been that long. How many people? Really? How the movie? You've never seen Porky's? I saw you put something on Twitter. I've never seen that. What is that movie about? Because it looks Fuck like it's off. about a You have hole. not. You've never seen Porky's? I swear to. No. I, no. I wasn't even born when it came out. What Neither was mean? I. I listened to the Beatles. Oh, no. I was. I was four when it came out. I wasn't around when the Beatles came out, but I listened to them. <laughs> well, you're going to compare Beatles to whatever the fuck Porky's is? Yeah. It is the Beatles of, of movies. <laughs> this looks like a porno. Like, what is this? About? Can you tell me? Describe Let, what this is about? I've sure. literally never heard of this in my life. Okay, Dave and I will uh, will tag team this one. Let me first off tell you that there is an entire generation, Gen X specifically, boys who saw real tits for the first time in the movie Porky's. Yeah, it's so true. And I the first remember, pair you saw was in that movie. I remember. What did you? How did you feel, Dave? I uh, alarmed. I was erect. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Um, no, I, I remember seeing it at, at the movie store, and forever being told you can't see this movie you can't watch Mm -hmm. this movie you can't rent this movie and it was just i think somebody's older brother had a copy and i I was at my friend's house i'm like whoa this is like the holy grail like you could you could watch this movie now like nobody's going to police us there's no parents saying no don't and i remember watching it and going like so that's why they didn't want us to watch it. Like, it was, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's. I, I'm, how do I just? I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it for Cat. Um, it's a it's a raunchy teen movie, okay. but it's but it's a raunchy college movie. Let's call it that. Okay, because is this a glory hole on the cover of this? It is. It okay. is. And let me tell you something. Never in their wildest dreams could the producers of Porky's have imagined that. 40 years later, public health would be recommending you try a glory hole. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? They were no ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mentioned the, the video store thing. I watched the documentary on Netflix about the last blockbuster. And I really kind of got nostalgic about movie mm-hmm. stores mm-hmm. and how I missed like jumbo video and going in and getting a little bag of popcorn and going look at movies that I wasn't allowed to rent. Like mm-hmm. you look at the cover. Like I looked at that cover of Porky's. It had to have been 500 times. And it would wander the video store and just go forever. And, and I would always come back to that and go, I really got to see what this is all about. Why is this one always rented out? Wow. Uh-huh. And then sure enough, the one day, like I said, I, I did see it. And I went, oh, now I get it. <laughs> it's hard to believe we used to touch the box with our hands. Because oh, yeah. I'll bet you that oh. that movie is firmly in the spank bank of a lot of people. It's a, it's been rewound and because it was old tape oh, and it's a VHS fuck, and the, it was a VHS yeah, yeah the one part before the particular scene that we all know uh, it's like the tape's a little worn it's been rewound very very frequently um, yeah it was wow just, so like was it, was it basically a, a porno but it was a porno but with a story basically no yeah well no it wasn't a porno it's just that was more more tits and ass than we'd ever seen I right. think there's even some dick in there too so a little something for you in there too cat. Okay. Awesome. She's like, awesome. wow, Thanks. sign me up. Cool. <laughs> a dick. Where else could I see Where one? Where can I, I rent know. that VHS? Did you go did you do a lot of video store time though? I remember going to get games and movies and all that for I did. I have I definitely have the memories. Like you mentioned the jumbo video and the popcorn, that was always great. Uh blockbuster, even like speaking to someone about movies. Like when does that happen you know anymore? It's right? So amazing. So in this documentary, I mean, we all know what it is to be in a movie store, but they just, they've really done a great job of sort of reminding you of the little things like the, the sound when you clicked the box open and closed Mm -hmm. and the, when the tape went into the case perfectly into the two little, little circles and it just, 
there was those little moments or like the corner of the the video box was always frayed because people would pick at the plastic and it was just those little things i'm like oh my god like i can't believe i miss that stuff i never never would think twice about it kevin smith's one of the people that they they talk to a lot in this documentary and and he says like Part of what's gone is is the the social aspect of it, and, and the people that worked at Blockbuster, the people yeah. worked at HMV and and Sunrise, they were the experts. And you would go and be like, "Hey, what's, they say." Well, you'd be going, you say, but they were allowed to good... rate everything for free, so I would yeah. expect so. Hey, is did you know if this is a good horror movie? And they yeah. would say, "Oh, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be super scared around like the thirty minute mark." They they were pros. Like you were just yeah. you were like those. I got to talk to that guy about this movie because he's already seen it. And they were like the coolest people around because they got yeah. to see everything before it all came out. Midnight. Oh, yeah. Batman Returns is, is here at Blockbuster. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, you saw it already? And no, it was just sweet gig. I always thought that would be a yeah, sweet gig. They were the coolest people. And, yeah. and I, yeah, he said, like, you miss that now because everything is just immediately at the touch of a thumb. You can stream anything you want whenever you want. And we miss that personal connection. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. It's I have uh, friends who are married uh, now with a, with a kid, but that's how they met. Was she worked at a video store? She worked at a Blockbuster, and he used to come in with his girlfriend at the time. Ah, oh. and she oh. used to yeah, and she, this is where it gets scandalous. So she used to recommend movies for them, and the girlfriend never wanted to watch all those movies, and he always thought, I love this girl's recommendations. Like what the heck, yeah. man? And she and they went weekly. They were just like constant. They went to every single weekend a date night. And he never got to watch them. So on his own, he'd watch these movies. And then they got to know each other that way. And then, lo and behold, he dumped his girlfriend, started dating her. And now, like I said, they're married with a kid. That is a modern day fairy tale. Isn't that crazy? But that wouldn't happen today. Before we had Netflix and chill, we had Blockbuster and Bang. Right? It was the best. Blockbuster and Bang. (laughs) You put the the blanket over the lap, you know. Something else. Get a little bit closer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. People said, like, you know, you watch, you go to the movie store and it was part of the experience of, of, Mm -hmm. like, the first, the beginning part of the date. Let's go pick a movie together. Oh, you know, let's grab a couple. Yeah. Ah, let's get, like, three or four. Yeah. And then, (laughs) then you get up to the counter and they, like... Uh, by the way, you have $27 worth of late charges yeah, on your account. Like, nah, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honey, you can only get one movie. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was so cool. And 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 you know, going back to Porky's, it was you would look at the that was back when the the cover of the movie was so important because mm-hmm. it drew you in. Yep. You know, now it's not. It's the trailers. Yeah. Like half That's of the true. movies yeah. I love, I couldn't tell you what the cover looks like. Yeah. And it's I, I do feel nostalgic about it. I actually really do. Yeah. That was a good time. Hey, Kat, I mean, this is not a cinematic experience. I mean, it's not like you're going to be watching fucking Empire Strikes Back for the first time or something like that. But I really think you should watch Porky's. I will. I'd be willing to do it. Is it on any of the streaming services? Dare I ask? <laughs> Good question. I don't know. I don't know where you can I, find Where it. do I go? Blockbuster? Does Jumbo Video have it? Where do I go for this? You know, I love the convenience of being able to check up on things. But I also miss riding my bike to Blockbuster and saying, do you guys have Porky's? <laughs> You're not old enough to watch a kid. Get out. <laughs> Your zipper's um, still down too. Like, have some fucking yeah. human decency. Right. Exactly. Uh, let me. Yeah. Let me look. I, I wonder if it's on like an Amazon or something like that. I'll Maybe look. I'll is. try to find it. Okay. For you. All right. Okay. While you do that, Dave, a couple other things that we want to get to in after nine. The FCC, that is the Federal Communications Commission in America, it's like America's CRTC, says they've now received eighty complaints about WAP being performed at the Grammys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd like to know how many people have used that as a comparison on social media 
oh, Cat in the Hat's not okay, oh. but they can perform WAP at the Grammys. I hate that so much. It's such it so a much. bad comparison. <laughs> it's a false equivalency from the outset. So, And whenever you post the meme saying, oh, so we're going to cancel Pepe Le Pew, but uh, WAP's okay. WAP is wholesome. No, first of all, that's not what anyone said. Nobody, Nobody said, said oh, it's okay to put pussy that on is wholesome. TV. It's, it, first of all, it was on after 10 o'clock. Oh, the kids, the kids. Really? Your kids are up at 1030 at night watching an award yeah. show on a Sunday with you? I'm sorry. Is Cardi B the parent of your fucking child? I don't think so. You are the parent of your child. Yeah, you decide That always right bothers me, too. You you figure it out for yourself. But the TV! Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't know how to turn it off or turn it down. That, there's something about that song, though. And I think that song, it's it's... It will go go down in history in a way, even maybe you might think of it in a bad way. Some people might think of it in a good way because some people believe that song is very female empowerment, my body. I'm talking about my, I don't say that word, my P <laughs> word. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they're talking about them being in control and in demand. Whereas you have older songs that might be men talking about how they're going to control the women and, and et cetera, et cetera. So it does bring up an interesting conversation. For sure, because you'll have one, some people on one side saying, never sing about it. Nah. Other people think of it as, hey, that's empowerment. Well, that, but that's going back to the whataboutism. Right. Well, what about when guys, what about when, oh, what about this? And what about, that? it's like, can we just stick on one topic and stop trying to dismiss everything based on what somebody else did? Or well, what about this case? Well, can we just focus on one thing and stop saying, well, we can't fix anything because uh, what about this? Right. What about that? And we never get anywhere because everyone tries to make these false equivalencies. Yeah. It does work both ways, though. I mean, if I am totally fine with WAP existing, and it seems that the people who are angry about it don't even want it to exist, I'm okay with WAP existing, but I'm also okay with Pepe Le Pew and, and my kids reading a Dr. Seuss book. You need to be okay with the choice I make for my kids, and I'll be okay with the choice you make for your kids. Yeah. Can't we all just agree to, to do that, well, to just parent our own kids and not worry what other people are doing? That's a great idea. And I also think that people need to understand where it comes from. This It wasn't some angry liberal mob standing outside of Dr. Seuss's house yelling at him, get rid of these books. It was the company that said, you know, we're looking back in our catalog and I don't know if these books really sort of reflect who we are mm -hmm. and what we want our company to stand for. So we're, we're just going to discontinue making them. There wasn't there wasn't a protest. There wasn't a petition. Yeah. So stop with this whole. Oh, I'm tired of the liberal mom. Nothing to do yeah. with it. Nobody wants to look at. Nobody wants to do research, though. Dave is the problem. Or or look at things on a case by case basis. They want to always constantly compare or throw a cancel culture label on it or whatever other label there might be. They're just going to slap it on without reading any details or looking yeah. into it for themselves. That's what I find is one of the biggest problems is people don't even look into it or read about it. Like, yeah, it, it frustrates me. What was your big story in What's Trending Today, Kat? Uh, well, we had Fo Forbes coming <laughs> Forbes back. Forbes and Kanye. Fo yeah. The Forbes and Kanye thing is never going to end. Mind you, that said, to be fair to Kanye West, he isn't the one that came out and said, I'm worth $6 billion. It was Bloomberg that had these documents that said his potential worth was worth that much, but then Forbes corrected it, although they did raise his net worth at $1.8 which is which is a lot different than 6.6. No, there's not a lot of difference between 1.4 and 6.8 billion. Are you kidding me? If you've reached billionaire status, you have fuck you money. And it doesn't matter if you've got 1 billion or 10. You'll still never be able to spend it all. Why did... Uh, okay, Kanye is an, an interesting example just because he's Kanye and we know he's a little out there. But do you, who cares? Like, uh, excuse me. No, 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 no. I'm a billionaire. I'm a billionaire. 
pardon me, Forbes, I am a billionaire. You need to tell everybody that. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. And, is and there that, some cred in the, the hip hop industry that comes yes, with that? Yes. I mean, yes. There's, there's, yes, there absolutely is. You want to go down on that list. You want to be in front of Jay-Z on that list, which currently I believe he is really close to Jay-Z. If I'm not mistaken with this new number, he beat Jay-Z. And that's kind of just like the go-to. But here's the thing When it comes me. to rappers, specifically. Here's the thing, though. Like, since Jay-Z became rich, well, what was his last hit? I care about the he's music. He's a businessman, right? And that's yeah. what Kanye wanted, too, was he wanted to become Mm-mm-mm. a... Well, he's more business fashion. Well, what's the, what's the line? He's not, not a businessman. He's, he's a businessman. Business right. Exactly right. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I stand corrected. But that You're was right. one of the most brilliant business lines. That's a boss thing to yeah, say. Definitely. Yes, I agree. I thoroughly agree. And I, I really, I appreciate, I appreciate someone who takes what they have and they turn it into something else. And LeBron James is another good example of that. Okay. So basketball guy and A-Rod's another example in the, in the sports world, right? Diversifying the portfolio. Bingo. Because you know, you're not going to do whatever you're doing for long, or maybe you feel like you'll get tired of doing that, right? Who doesn't get tired in there doing what they're doing for that many years. And when you're in the game that long, you probably realize, you know what? I'm going to turn things around. I want to do this instead. Switch it up and why not make money in doing that? So you're kind of smart to take your assets and whatever you have, put it into something you really love doing and make money off of it. Kylie Jenner took nothing and became a billionaire. Well, I wouldn't say she started with nothing. She did start with things. She's not a, but she she's not a starter from no, the bottom. Now but we're what here, was example. she known as, right? Like, I mean, whatever. All she, all she needed was popularity. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a following yeah. and she turned that into a billionaire beauty status like that's inc- that i actually have an admiration for that like that's pretty good not everybody can do that i think uh as we're talking this morning apparently the premier is holding a news conference to announce that uh they're going to expand the vaccine rollout to 75 plus and in some cases even 60 plus mm-hmm. we're getting closer more meanwhile than- um Sorry, go ahead. Yep, no, I was just reading more than 50% of Ontarians 80 plus have received the first dose. That's good. We should make I that was 100%. Wondering we should make how that many, 100% though. Why is that not 100% yet? Oh, you're 1,000% right. That's true. But how many 80 plus people are there in Ontario? I would have guessed the vast majority of the population was between, say, like 25 and 50. It seems like there's an awful lot of 80 plus. If we're only half done doing 150,000 shots a day. Do you think it has anything to do with the... Uh, like rural communities, there's older, you know, there's a lot of towns with older people um, and maybe they're a little more remote, a little harder to get to, a little harder to get the vaccines there. They don't have the infrastructure to roll it all out. My grandmother's a great example. She lives in Coburg and she hasn't had it yet. She's over 80. Really? Yeah. Is she registered? Are you helping her get that done? I haven't helped her get it done, but as far as I know, she's lined up to get it, but hasn't got it yet. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Um, I would just like to get it going. I mean, that, wouldn't that be great? And, and we're a step closer because the Americans gave us a million and a half vaccines. And I think people hear that and they think, that's great. Thank you, America. That's awesome. But it's the AstraZeneca vaccine mm. and uh, they're going to expire anyway. So well, would you take the AstraZeneca if I said you could have a shot tomorrow? Would you take it? Me, yeah. Or would you rather wait your turn and hope it's a Pfizer or Moderna or Johnson and Johnson? Well, I mean, and listening to the medical professionals about this, because those are the ones you should be listening to. They're saying that that the evidence of blood clotting is not as big as as was originally thought. Mm -hmm. And the cases are not um, they're not all as severe as we thought. And uh, they screwed up. Yeah, it's okay. Um, And they've deemed it safe. 
And again, I, I kind of would prefer to listen to a medical professional rather than somebody going, oh, I'm a blood clot. No, thanks. I'm not doing it. It's like, well, do you know any more about it? Nope, but that's where I'm ending my, my involvement in this conversation. <laughs> that's it, that's all. <laughs> uh, a million and a half vaccines. Apparently, the Americans are sitting on tons of these things. And the only reason they're giving two and a half million to Mexico and one and a half million to Canada is because, A, they could expire if they continue just sitting there in that warehouse. B, there's a lot of pressure on the Americans to stop hoarding them all. And C, um, it's not even approved for use in America. I don't understand. So they got it without it being even really approved. Like, and no. I know there's, I know it's more complicated than that sounds, right? That they just ordered it, I guess, and hope for the best, and it still hasn't, you know, been approved. So they ship it to us. A lot of people are calling it like the, the U.S. sloppy seconds, but I don't know if that looks that looks bad on us, right? I mean, out of anybody, I mean, the the states looks good here. We look bad, right? We're just taking taking the things they don't want. When you the see the headline down. in any other country, I think that makes us look kind of bad, sad. Can also. I just say sloppy seconds is such a gross term? It is. Oh, yeah. Oh, you don't like awful. that one? <laughs> no. I love using it, sloppy seconds. It's, just so it's like I can hear it. It's like when you say sloppy seconds, I can hear it. And that is wrong. Sloppy, sloppy Joe's. Yeah. Oh, did you make one last night? Fuck no. Really? Why not? What, is, there, is there a reason why you won't do it? Um, uh, no, I'm not going out of my way to do it. I'm not going out of my way. I don't go out of my way to do stuff that I like. Listen, Why would I go out of my way to do something that I'm not sure I'll To make a like? sloppy Joe, you're not going out of your way for anything. No. It's the easiest and dumbest thing you possibly make. Just like all I need is beef, sauce, and like some form of bread. Oh, God, you could yeah, even... Yeah, it's like spaghetti sauce on a bun. Kind of, yeah. So that's why I don't understand why I need to even do that. I feel like I can taste it in my mouth now. Okay, fine. Yeah, you ever have sp- spaghetti with garlic bread? Take, the, take away the garlic, like, take away the, the spaghetti, and there you go. Yeah. It's your sloppy joe. Right? Oh, Dave, you just want all fucking gourmet on people by suggesting you could make sloppy joes on garlic bread. Yeah, you, you may can. be on to something there. <gasps> could you, you imagine? You just next leveled it is what you, you did. I'm getting super fancy. Could you imagine <laughs> you do it on like a little little baguette, like little like little like handhelds? You know, oh, you yeah. Like, like a, yes. a sloppy joe slider. Like a bruschetta. You mm. could go do one of those, kind of, but it's sloppy joe instead. Imagine that. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> that's funny that you said bruschetta. Um, my girlfriend's Italian and, and very much Italian and, and she still does shit like that, like pronounces it bruschetta and Mm -hmm. even all the different pastas, which I don't even know what they are, but she knows how to say them properly. I feel like a fucking asshole when I say them the, the regular caker way that I do. When you you mean bruschetta. Yeah. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Try saying pasta. Oh, that's another one. Pasta. Pasta. Yeah. I'm going to pasta. You get slapped in the face. Yeah. Awesome. Today's a good day to have some Zappoli. Zappoli. <laughs> right? Isn't that the day for the Zappoli? The Zappoles. The, the Zippolies. <laughs> That's right. The Z Poles. Go get some Zippolies. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You know, I, I'm so uncultured that I hear when people will say things in, in a native tongue. Um, usually I get it a lot with, with people who speak uh, Spanish. And they'll, um, 
you know, they'll be talking about anything in a very normal, very like normal American style accent. Uh, yeah, you know, we have a restaurant. We've opened it up, and uh, we love to say burritos. And uh, you come by and grab one. It's like they change just <laughs> for that word, and then they're right back, right back to norm, like yeah. what we call normal. And I was like, I can't get there. I can't turn yeah. my mind on that. I can't do that either. It's, it's I like, also can't like roll my croissant. tongue, so it doesn't work. Go to Quebec and call it croissant. Yeah, I just feel like a dick if I do something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I just feel like I'm trying too hard. You yeah, know that they're I, judging you, but you also feel yeah. like you're going to be judged for trying. Yeah, exactly. I think you're damned either way. <laughs> you can't win. Like, you can't win, so you no. might as well just do whatever makes you comfortable. Yeah, that's fair. I love this, guys. It is a man who is now facing seven years in prison. And he defrauded hotels out of almost $300,000. Here's the story. The guy's name is... Where to go here? Oh, Aaron. Aaron Barnes Burpo, 29 years old. Him and his buddy would go around to different hotels and they would check in and the hotels would just throw things at them. Like, we're going to upgrade you to the penthouse suite and we're going to get a limo to take you to dinner. Thank you very much for staying at Homewood Suites or wherever the fuck they went. Why? Why? (laughs) Why would they throw themselves at this guy? Because when he checked in, he told them he was a member of the fucking Wu-Tang Clan, and they believed him. (laughs) What? Burpo! That's amazing. I'm looking at his mugshot right now. He actually does look a little bit like Timbaland. I don't know if I'd buy that he was a member of the Wu-Tang Clan, but they just took his word for it and thought, Oh, how cool is that? Celebrities are staying in our hotel. And he's facing seven years. Did you just say for that, too? Yeah, because, I mean, he didn't get everything for free. He just mainly got the upgrades. So they would charge him the base rate and then they would throw in like, okay, but you're going to get the penthouse suite and we're going to send a limo to take you to dinner and we'll call the restaurant and they'll probably comp it for you and all that shit. $300,000 in goods and services that he never paid for. You have to have some kind of confidence to go through with that. Not just one time, but multiple times. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's a lot of fraud in there, but it's quite ingenious. But I'm also like impressed that it happened that many times. What do we always say? Act like you're supposed to be there. Yeah. That's how you get away with shit. If you're confident and and you just like a totally normal thing, if you tell people you're part of the Wu-Tang Clan... If you carry yourself like you're part of the fucking Wu-Tang Clan, nobody's going to question it. Did he say, like, who he was? Like, was he trying to pretend to be a specific person? Or did he just say, I'm part of the Wu-Tang Clan and no fucking questions were asked? So I believe what happened was the buddy would phone the hotel and they'd be like, hey, Royal York, how can we help you? And he'd say, hey, listen, I got to... I uh, got to make a reservation. It's for a very important person, a VIP, if you will. I'm going to be checking in a client of mine. He's a member of the Wu-Tang Clan, just so you know. But we want to keep it low key. Could you imagine that at the hotel, the person is actually a fan? Be like, oh, my God. Which one? Is it Method Man? Yeah. No. Is it is it is it the RZA? No. Is it Ghostface Killer? Mm-mm. Raekwon? Mm-mm. No, it's uh, Aaron. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Burpo will be joining you. <laughs> yeah. He will make the penthouse suite available for Mr. Burpo. Wow. Could I mean, we get away with it? Uh, you know what? Like I said, I don't I, mean he's a member of the Wu Tang Clan. I don't think we would. Pass, I don't think I'd pass for that. Saying. But you? No, could, but who would you do? What would you do? 
Okay, so let's say you had to do it. You had to try to get away with it. And that's fraud. We are against fraud. Yeah. Bad, bad. Let's, let's pl- just let's per- say. Let's, let's it's the podcast. You don't have to say that. Okay, oh, thank God. <laughs> make believe. Okay, so I think you should do it this weekend, Dave. Because you're great at impressions. I feel like you, and, and accents, I feel like if anyone can get away with it, it's you. Dave would fuck that up. He would go in there and do like his best impression, not necessarily the most believable one. Like he'd go into the front desk and say, hey, what's up? I'm Shaggy. Give me your room. <laughs> you should. But you should. Yeah. Can I see some ID? Mm-hmm. They call me Mr. Boombastic. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I you don't see know the clerks like talking to one another under the breath like, is Shaggy supposed to be white? Yeah. <laughs> he looks really different now. <laughs> the lockdown has been no good for Shaggy. <laughs> Doesn't look like he does on the CD. <laughs> Can I get but a you, picture with you, Mr. Shaggy? That's no pictures. You can't. <laughs> Bad lighting. <laughs> Come around back on the back. I'll tag you in it, though. I'll tag you, Mr. Shaggy. Can I take a photo? Only if you call me Mr. Lava Lava. Can you imagine the real Shaggy going through his fucking his notifications and he gets tagged? Look, it was Shaggy. It's fucking Dave Blizzard. <laughs> like what on earth? Staying at at like Langdon Hall or some shit. Yeah, in the, the best suite they have. And like, oh, could could you do a little something for us for our Snapchat? And like, yeah, and you just uh, you just start singing a Shaggy song and uh, I don't know. Now pass me the free lobster. Yeah. yeah. Love was one big party when you're still young. <laughs> like, that's all you get. I, I got to go. So. <laughs> you have to aim the camera at the ceiling, though. I can't be in it. Contractual <laughs> obligations. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually only allowed to take pictures of uh, uh, people that are wearing red. Sorry, you just don't yeah, count today. Sorry, yeah. it's yeah. my contract. Weird rule. Yeah, weird rule. I well, like, mm-hmm. you could get away, though, Kat. Like, if you were to walk in and say, like, um, I don't know. Oh, I'm a member of Fifth Harmony. And they go, that's believable, though. Oh. I mean, if you looked at Kat, you might not think, oh, she looks like uh, 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 Camila Cabello, but she's probably good enough to pass for one of those those girls. Glam up, throw some big sunglasses on, big platform earrings, shoes, platform shoes. Yeah. And you go in. You could you could do it. You could totally pass that. And and if they ask, oh, which one? Like. The, uh, Alice. Yeah. The- <laughs> Carmine. Or is that the Pussycat Dolls? Fuck, I always fuck that up. Yeah, right? You say you're one of the Pussycat Dolls. You could totally yeah, get away with that. Yeah, maybe I'd be more than, yeah, maybe yes. more, more likely. A Pussycat Doll would be great. Me, I'd probably go for one of like the 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 newer country singers where you've ah. heard of them and I kind of could pass for them. Like if I had a cowboy hat, I would just keep telling people I'm Hunter Hayes or something like that. You walk in, hey everybody, I'm uh Brooks, that's my friend Dunn over there. Uh, we, we need the penthouse suite, please. Dave, if you and I ever you have do. to travel just, together again, we should try and check into a hotel as Brooks, Brooks and, Dunn. and Dunn. You should just do go it. Get two giant hats. Yes. <laughs> to novelty country. Like Cadillac, Blackjack, get down. They're like, oh, open mic night, guys. Would you please? Would you please sing us a song? You just go grab a mic and just uh, freestyle Fucking something. And butcher it. We're going to be Boot scooting boogie. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Off to my penthouse suite. Dave would throw me under the bus. He'd check us in as, yeah, I'm Garth Brooks. Well, that must make me Trisha Yearwood, yeah, you right. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to put a blonde wig on. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, I'm Garth. This is hey. Miss Trisha. Hey, I guess. <laughs> That's But you could do it. You could do it with a, with, um, 
you know, like, like you said, like a newer country artist or something that, that maybe mm-hmm. somebody outside of uh, country fandom wouldn't know who the person is right. by their looks. Sure. Like, hey, I, I, I'm, uh, I don't know who's big on the country. I'm uh, Sam Hunt. How you doing? <laughs> how's it going? I'm Dirks Bentley. Yeah, you just hope to God the person has no idea. They've heard of you, like you said, right? That's key. It's like they've heard of you, but they don't know. Be as someone in Maroon 5. Like, oh, yeah, you're yes. good enough because it's Maroon 5. No one fucking knows any. If those that guy from Maroon 5 who's on the drums walked by me tomorrow, I'd have no fucking idea who that is. Hey, how's it going? I'm the keyboardist with the Dave Matthews Band. Yeah. Nobody knows? <laughs> can I, can who is I get that a room? guy? Yes. Isn't there like 15 people that play the keyboard in the yeah. Dave Matthews Band? Yeah, right. Hey, I'm the bassist <laughs> from the Counting Crows. Any chance you have a room for me? Can I just yeah, say, yeah, you know, like I'm Mr. Jones, that I, guy. I yeah. feel like that's one of the best existences is being a member of a band like that, like a Nickelback or a Maroon 5, where you've got the front guy, but you're not that person. You're one of the other people. You won't be recognized as often, which is good for you. You're still rich as fuck, and you can do whatever you Yeah, you get the same amount of money as the lead singer does. Right? You make the same amount of money. You still, you know, tour. You still have some fame-ish, but you're a lot more low-key and probably better mental health-wise because the pressure's not always on you. I would like to uh, introduce uh, my client who will be staying at your hotel tonight. He is the percussionist from Sugar Ray, and uh, <laughs> and he will require your finest room. I think you should. Uh, what if you? What if you has to try this? I'm going in this weekend. Hey, uh, evening, ma'am. I'm Alan Jackson, and uh, <laughs> I need a place to put my steed. Just kidding. I need a room. <laughs> That's need a country finest. joke. Yeah. <laughs> country joke. I need a room for me and a room for my hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Could you imagine? That's That'd great. be huge. But go with, like, he did it for so long. He did it in so many different places. All, so now all these charges can pile up. Like, my question is, did you need to stay at the hotel or did you just want to stay at the hotel? I think he just wanted to be treated like a celebrity. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I don't, okay, this is the, I hope he doesn't get the full amount. Because, again, I find it impressive. I really do. A. And B, he paid the base fee. Like, who's the real sucker here? The hotel for not looking into it further? Or him for claiming he was someone he wasn't? I'm going to pay for one of your economy rooms, but I'm expecting a little we, bit nicer. I think we all know what I really want. Is there a jacuzzi in the, in, like, in the bathroom? I'm sorry, but I think a little bit of the onus has to go in the hotel. Or if it was like a, an air uh, an airplane that let him on. like I think that a little bit of onus has to go on someone else other than the person who committed that fraud. Are you afraid to make them look bad or to look bad if you're wrong, though? Like, you, you'd have to know as the person at the hotel. Like, you wouldn't want to be like, hey, can I just Google you? first to make sure like you wouldn't do that i, I mean you could no. check you could check for id though that's perfectly in your legal right if you're a hotel and you're staying at that hotel they can check your id well yes and if it doesn't yeah. match but my up, stage name isn't my my real name well, you can you yeah. that's googleable yes absolutely you should be able to google it i'm pretty sure marshmallow's and, driver's license doesn't say marshmallow on it doesn't have a big yeah, giant but hang head on, though hear me <laughs> out because that's the truth is that still i'm a hotel i mean the hotels were doing shit wrong from the beginning too you don't just assume that the person's right Look into it or make sure you're going through the proper channels or don't do it. Then you have to say no to Marshmallow. You have to say no to someone from the Wu-Tang Clan. What's nobody says no to Marshmallow. No, listen, nobody That's fucking, right. no one's going to put it in the headline news that a hotel would refuse to give an upgrade to a guy from the Wu-Tang Clan. Am I wrong there? Like, if you saw that headline, you'd be like, okay, who cares? No, would you never go to that hotel again because they denied be, a free upgrade? No, give me a break. Your question would be, well, which member? Yeah, which member? Yeah, it depends. Yeah, though. which one was yeah, it? Though? Yeah. And you also have to be smart about who you go with. Like, for example, I can't just walk in willy nilly and just be like, uh, "Hey, uh, I'm in BTS. I was wondering if I could get one of your rooms." <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> They'd be like, mm. <laughs> looking at me. Mm. 
Thanks yeah, for the I discount. Don't... You're dynamite. Yeah. I'm in the back, back, background. Background. You can't notice me in the videos, but I'm there. You could pretend to be a manager of a group. Maybe that could get you further. I don't know. I mean, with my stature, it's very limited who I could claim to be. Like, for example, I could probably get away with claiming I'm Marshmallow because nobody's ever seen what the fuck Marshmallow looks like. But I could not go in and say that I'm uh, Gene Simmons from Kiss because I look nothing like Gene Simmons. Go in in the makeup and see if it works. Just go full uh, yeah, how do you know you don't look like Gene Simmons from Kiss when he's on stage, Scott? He's pretty tall, and that guy's got a barrel. I mean, worse than mine. So I think it wouldn't work. And besides, where am I going to get a one-piece outfit? Like, give me a fucking break and a cape. Then go, like, just- in- <laughs> you can go to the stag shop. I'm sure you can find what you need. You can find um, stuff. I, I See, and I go in, and I think maybe I should be something that's not provable. Um, hi, I'd like to find uh, one of your finest rooms tonight. I am the uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex from Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> you can't verify that. I like that. Yeah, do something where nobody can say, like, you know what? Uh, are you a Raptors fan? I'm the Raptor. And then do a little fucking cartwheel <laughs> and enjoy your upgrade. <laughs> do a really <laughs> shitty cartwheel around out. It's so bad. Watch this. I love that. <laughs> Jump up and click your heels. I'm the Raptor. <laughs> Look, yeah, I was behind the Barney costume for yeah. like 15 years. Don't you know? I'm, I'm Barney. Saying, no one's going to question that. I'm Barney, that. motherfucker. Watch this. I love you. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, snap, that is him. <laughs> it's amazing. Just do something that's not even a real person. Like, oh, I played Olaf in Frozen. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, be a cartoon. I'm Sky in the onstage production of Paw Patrol. That's me. <laughs> that's I'm right. Sky. Hi. You know the Wiggles? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say no more. Like, but I'm the what? Canadian Wiggle, okay? The Canadian I'm Wiggle. I'm the fucking Canadian Wiggle. You'll give me a room, damn it. <laughs> um, we've all probably been in this circumstance between the three of us. Just it's kind of what we do. I was at the dog park yesterday and I was in Oakville and I found this dog park that it seems like not a lot of people go to, but there was a family there and they had this beautiful golden retriever and the retriever was playing with my dog Charlie. And they were running around and I was throwing the ball for them. And and those people, had, they were sort of standing behind me. And I thought I heard it. So I tried to listen a little carefully. They knew. Who, well, sorry. I think it was the mom knew exactly who I was. And she was trying to tell the rest of her family, do you know who that is? But me not hear it. But I could hear it. And then you're in a weird fucking predicament where they know. And I know that they know, but I don't know if I should bring it up. And if I do, I probably look like an arrogant prick. Like, what do you do in that situation where, you know, they recognized you? I usually say no. I usually say nothing unless they say something, because then, like you said, you either look then it's awkward for you. And you're like, are you talking about me? I think, you know, I think you know who I am. So let me just introduce myself to you formally. <laughs> you get thrown out immediately, no matter where you are. I'm at a park. You're yeah. leaving here. Yeah. And they still throw you out of the park. You're yeah. Like, but wait, what? did i do i always get it at the grocery store oh the grocery store is the worst it, it depends where I don't you are mind. I mean, it's fine if i go into a grocery store in toronto for example yeah i can just sort of blend in nobody really notices or cares but if i'm at a grocery store like in in my hometown or if i go to a grocery store in cambridge or something inevitably someone's going to recognize me it's just the way radio works in this day and age is it's a very visual medium now and so people know who we are. But what do you do in that sense? Because I know they're fucking talking about me. 
And then I'm thinking, oh, God, I mean, sweats and my hair's all yeah, messed I up. Yeah, I get and- super insecure about everything. Like, if my kids are with me, I'm like, oh, fuck, you look like a mess. Let me redo your ponytail. Someone knows who I am. <laughs> you know, like, the, poor, the poor kids are like, what? Let me fix your barrette. Mommy's important. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get it at the worst times, too. Like, I, I remember going to pick up a prescription once. and I, had to, I went to, like, the ph- pharmacy at Walmart. And... There was like, oh, it'll be a half an hour. I'm like, oh, okay. I felt like I had the flu or whatever it was. And uh, so I'm like, it's just when I got my condo and I go, okay, we're going to go pick up a couple things while I'm waiting for this. And I'm, I look like death. Because you were sick. I'm sick. I was sick. I went and I picked up like a set of blinds or something like that. And I'm kind of slowly walking and somebody, somebody was really nice about it. It's like, hey, love your show. Like kind of like not trying to make a big deal. I'm right. Like, oh, thanks. I really appreciate that kind of thing. And I think that they went. Oh, there's a moment for conversation now as I'm, oh, no. as I'm standing there dying. No. And they're like, so you're getting blinds, huh? And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. no. Like, what, what should I have done? Should I have went, I don't know what you're saying about show. Like, <laughs> pretend I was somebody else. Yes. <laughs> like, you will next like, time. I am not who you think I am. Yeah. That, that, that's where you correct them and say, oh, you think I'm Dave from the radio. No, 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 no. a lot. I'm from the Wu-Tang Clan. You misunderstood. (laughs) You got it wrong. I'm Ghostface Killer. What are you going to do for me? (laughs) But, you know, we say this and and we say it in in a, it sounds like first world problems here. And it really is. Um, It is. Totally. It's super nice. It's so nice. When somebody says hello. And we always encourage it. Always. I never, you know, I'm never bothered because that's another thing I'll get is like, oh, I don't want to bother you. No, it's no bother. Say hello. That's totally cool. You can say hi. You know what I get a lot of now and social media has added to this. You get a message after the fact. Hey, I, mm-hmm. I think I saw you at Zares. Yes, and I didn't you want did. to say yes. anything. Just say hi. Yes, yeah, just say yes. Hello. Yeah. Um, then you do the the move that I um I think I think Scott did this. I'm trying to remember if it was or not. But we had um one of, on our old radio show. We had an ad that was out in a magazine, and it ended up being posted on the back of the magazine. And you know the checkout they have all the you know the magazine rack. And I I'm trying to remember if you did this or not, Scott. You turned all the magazines around, so that's awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was all facing yep. out. Yeah, and you kind of stand there beside the magazine, sort of waiting for somebody to notice. That's awesome. Hey, is that you on the magazine? Why, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that there. Oh, yeah. isn't that funny? Well, well, would you look at that? Well, sir, they're all backwards. Well, why are you turning the magazines around? <laughs> the barcodes right at the yeah. bottom, like it's so obvious. Yeah. Get- Back in the day, nobody was a bigger fan of me than me. <laughs> right. awesome. I, I found my chill since then, but it was pretty bad for a while. You, you guys will all relate to this, too. And I'll say this quickly. I know we're running behind, but uh, the where is blank. So if I'm out, oh, yeah, what's Scott up to today? Like, I'm not his fucking keeper. Like, I don't know what Scott's up to today, but I'll get that sometimes. Yeah. I ran into a guy who was working at a kiosk at the premium outlets in Milton. And really nice guy. And we had a very a short conversation at the time. But that's what he said. I was like, cool, cool, cool. So what's Scott doing? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Do you want me to yeah, text him for you so and ask funny. him what I, he's doing? Used to get that all the time. Somebody would be like, "Hey, uh, where's Scott Fox?" And I'm like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. That's at the club. That's where you. Hey, where the fuck is Scott? Tell him to come out. Yeah, hey, was he? Like, was he not out for? No, I would. I would get it at like the most ridiculous of places in my Home stupid. Depot. Yeah, looking at looking at paint switches. And, where's hey, where's Scott Fox? I don't know. I'm buying paint. I'm not sure. <laughs> I came to get a refill for my weed whacker. I'm not entirely sure where Scott is right now. <laughs> a lot of people want to know where you are, Scott, and the answer is at the dog park. Always, yeah. always dog park in Oakville. Park. There you go. <laughs> it's just off Neagawa. Uh, <laughs> it's true. The clubs, though, back in the day, were the worst because I would be at 
I don't know, a plastique or I'd be at gravity sound bar or something like that. And every fucking week, somebody would come up to me. Hey, where's Dave? I don't know. Yeah. Probably at home because they didn't pay him to be here tonight. Tell him to come out. Well, I can tell them, but I'm pretty sure he's tell not coming out come at out. 11 o'clock yeah, okay. at night. Hey, a rando at the bar says come out. Come, come, come out. Ah, you meet some good randos, though. Yeah, you do. Some of them are great. Absolutely. Uh, and, and just quickly on the whole, they know, we know, we know that they know. Uh, one of the things that was starting to happen a little bit before the pandemic hit is if I was in a restaurant or something like that, mm-hmm. a couple of times people send drinks over to the table. And I always thought that was so fucking nice. But when people do that, I want to find out who it is because I want to say thank you. So it really just created more work for me. Like, oh, thanks. Can you point them out to me? Because I got to find them. And I don't want to go table to table saying, did you buy me a drink? Yeah. Did how much of an drink? asshole are you when you walk through the bar going, hey, did you buy me this drink? And I was like, what? No, <laughs> no. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Stop invading my space. <laughs> I always loved the uh, one last point on this is I always loved the uh, again the whole like where's Scott kind of thing. You would get a lot of uh, uh, like oh yeah hey you work in radio right? What's uh, Marilyn Dennis like? like yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't have like a compound and a yes, bunk bed. I know. Like, I don't yeah. know. We all share an apartment. All yeah. of us. We all get together at the same. Yeah. yeah, all every day we see each other. All of us. <laughs> yeah, me and Stu Jeffrey share a room. It's yeah. bunk beds. Yeah. It's really really nice. Yeah. We talk every day. Yeah. Went fishing with Roger Ashby yesterday. <laughs> like what? Me and Mad Dog are organizing a rec hockey yeah. league. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's like when you travel and so and you say, "Oh, I'm from Canada." Oh, that's right. Do you know Kevin? Yeah. You're like what, Kevin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're here in Florida. Yeah, I know somebody who lives in Canada named Kevin. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. uh, do you know him? Uh, where's he from? Ah, it's like Vancouver. I'm like, I've never even been to Vancouver. <laughs> like, Canada's pretty big, dude. <laughs> Guys, this was a lot of fun. Happy final day of winter. And if you're listening to this on Saturday, happy first day of spring. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of it. We will be back Monday with a brand new edition of After Nine. It is March Madness. That's right. Everyone is doing their office pools. Of course, this year, that means it's you against your wife, your two-year-old, and your dog. (laughs) Rusty, you picked Gonzaga, too? The NCAA March Madness basketball tournament began, and it's extra exciting because there was no tournament last year. So this is my first chance in two years to get furious, and 19-year-olds I hadn't heard of five minutes ago. Pass it, Johnson! You're not a shooter! Damn you, Northeast Tennessee A&M! By next month, they say the big theme parks could be up and running, and when they are, in order to reduce the spread of the virus, they're asking customers not to scream on roller coasters. For real, they don't want... Welcome to our amusement park. Do not show amusement or you will be ejected. 